You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. You are listening to World and Wars with me Aditi Prasad. It's your daily dose of triumphs, tragedies and untold stories of global conflicts. On October 17th, Iran's supreme leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei sat on a stage and spoke about the Israel-Palestine war. He had pictures of seven Iranian nuclear scientists behind him. Notably, all these scientists are now dead, assassinated as per Iran. Now, the Iran has always blamed Israel for the assassinations. Take for instance the death of Iran's most renowned nuclear scientist Mohsen Fakhrizadeh in late 2020. His car and bodyguards were attacked. Fakhrizadeh himself was seriously wounded and later died from his injuries in the hospital. Iran accused Israel of killing Fakhrizadeh amid the silence and complicity of the West. Iran also blames Israel for helping plot the US drone strike that killed General Qasem Soleimani 3 years ago. Soleimani led Iran's Middle East operations and was seen as a hero of the 1988-88 Iran-Iraq war. Now given the history of Tel Aviv and Tehran over Iran's nuclear scientists it was a telling choreography when Khamenei sat down to talk about the Israel Hamas war and did it with pictures of its nuclear scientists in the background Officially Iran has repeatedly said it has nothing to do with the recent Hamas attack on Israel but the message for the Iranian public is clear that Tehran which for years has been backing Hamas had struck back at Israel and hit them where it hurts Washington and Tel Aviv have both repeatedly pointed at Iran's revenge game in Hamas's surprisingly well-planned attack on Israel over the last 2 weeks They call Hezbollah's simultaneous attack on Israel's northern borders another Iranian provocation After all, the band of Shia Islamist fighters in Lebanon got their original training from Iran. And the Hezbollah have made no secret of their ideological allegiance to Tehran. Hezbollah also received a steady flow of funds from the Islamic Republic. If indeed Tehran is the puppeteer of the situation where all knives are out in the Middle East, what exactly is Ayatollah Ali Khamenei's real game? Is this his way of drawing new red lines of revenge with Israel? Is this Iran's message to moderate Arab states who were looking keen to normalize ties with Israel? or like Russia and China does Iran want the United States involved in another costly and never ending war the answer may be all of these iran has invested in its so called axis of resistance for the past 2 decades the network has been cultivated meticulously in iraq 
in Lebanon, in Syria and Yemen. The idea is simple. Iran will fight its enemy, Israel in this case, and the US outside of its own borders via its militant proxies like Hamas, Hezbollah and the Houthis. Now, since October 7th, as the world's eyes are fixed on Gaza, this axis of resistance is quietly moving in for the kill on Israel. Washington-based think tank, the Institute for the Study of War, has been updating a, a, a web page called the Israel-Hamas War, and in brackets, they've written Iran updates. They've been updating this every day since the massacre in South Israel on October 7th. It shows how Iran's so-called axis of resistance is pursuing a coordinated strategy to surround Israel's borders from all sides, from Lebanon, Syria, West Bank and Gaza. Cruise missiles are already coming up the Red Sea from Yemen. Rockets are being fired from Lebanon. Lethal clashes are taking place on the West Bank. And Hamas and their tunnels seem prepped for IDF's planned round assault on Gaza. And if that was not enough, the Islamic resistance of Iraq, once again an Iranian-backed militia, has attacked American military positions in Iraq and Syria daily since October 18th. Now, experts from the region talk about Iran's anti-Israel agenda as a long-term game plan with the objective of weakening Israel both militarily and diplomatically over years. Now, for now, it appears that Iran is well on its way to achieving at least some of those objectives via its proxies and without being directly involved in the war. Tehran's long-term game plan, however, is still unclear. The country's economy is in a shamble and its people are angry. That was one of the key triggers of the huge protest scene after Mahsa Amini's murder. Iran's close ally in its fight against America is Russia, which itself is ailing because of the intractable war in Ukraine. Right now, both Russia and Iran are heavily dependent on China to keep their coffers flowing. But Beijing has its own set of problems. The Chinese economy is trapped in a slowdown. And the Middle East conflict will not please Xi Jinping, who has invested heavily in the region for his pet project, the Belt and Road Initiative. Besides, the global spotlight on Iran's proxies like Hamas will now make it that much tougher for them to get money and illegal weapons. So for now, Iran may have scuttled normalcy between Saudi and Israel. But will Tehran be able to keep the fire burning? Or was this just a momentary flash? This is me signing off now. If you have any queries, reach out to me at the rate of Prasad Aditi on X. This podcast was produced by Deeksha Chaurasia, edited by Sanju Abraham. Meet you in the next episode. Ciao. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Smartcast.com.